in effect because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harrods here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. Following yesterday's big bullish reversal to the upside, we got another strong day for our markets today. And how good is that, folks? It's always nice to finish off the week on a strong note as we finish higher across the board today. And as Kip covered yesterday, this is textbook action from a number of angles here for our major indexes, for our major sectors, uh, really all over the place here, bouncing right at important support levels, important moving average levels like we just saw in the S&P 500, just briefly hitting its 200-day moving average yesterday, then reversing higher to the upside. And so speaking of that reversal, yesterday in the S&P 500, we had what is called an outside day. Uh, If you're unfamiliar with that, it's when the daily price action has a higher high and a higher low from the prior day's prices. And this goes, there's a bullish version of this and a bearish version of this. Uh, I'll explain the bearish one here in a second, but yesterday the S&P got the bullish version. So it dipped just barely below its 200-day moving average outside to the downside of the previous day's lows, rallied to finish near its highs of the day for that outside day. And now that's just one piece of the investing puzzle, but it is very bullish. I went back through some of our old updates uh, to find a few examples of this because we've written about it a lot in the last six months, right at this turning point where the bear market ended, uh, where we got our peak in the dollar, our peak in yields. Um, We've seen a number of just textbook examples of this. So the first one is from September 30th, just days after the top in the US dollar. We wrote then that the dollar had just had a bearish reversal outside day. So in this case, again, the opposite of the S&P, it was at the highs of the day, outside of the previous day's price range, finished at the lows of the day to the downside of the previous day's lows. And you've seen what has happened to the dollar since then. Uh, It may not sound like that big of a move, but if you look at some of the dollar indexes down over 6% since that time, that's a big move uh, for the dollar. It's not the same as stocks, but the same thing happened when yields topped as well. We got a bearish reversal day just like this. Some people call it a bearish engulfing candle. And then this morning, we wrote about this to members. So our members, you likely saw seen this already, but for listeners, I just want to restate it one more time that on October 14th of last year, we wrote that the S&P had just had a bullish reversal candle. Since that time, the S&P is up over 12%. Uh, Point being here, we love this setup. It couldn't have happened on a better day. Um, And really the timing couldn't be better either because from a sentiment point of view, everyone just flipped to being extremely bearish again. We saw a few weeks there where the AAII bulls finally outweighed bears after 44 weeks of bears outweighing bulls, and it didn't last that long because this week, Kip covered this yesterday, the bears jumped another six points after the massive move higher they saw the week before. The number of bears now sitting at 44.8% of investors are bearish. That's just to to just 23.4% bullish right now. That's down, for bulls even, down 14% 
from its highs of the year just two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Also, at the same time, in sentiment, the National Association of Active Investment Managers has dropped its exposure dramatically. A few weeks ago, it was at an 85, now at a 47. Again, massive, massive drop. So there's so many reasons to like this setup here. As contrarians, that's our favorite one, of course. Um, but this is exactly when we would have expected our major indexes to begin rallying. If you've been with us here, you know that at the beginning of February, we, we talked about the January effect, the bullish trifecta that we had just had, the, the Santa Claus rally, and the great analytics that when all of those things happen, it leads to a 30% plus, 29% on average percent gain in the S&P 500 on the year. We got all of those things to start off the year. Then as we entered February, we started saying, hey, we're at extreme overbought levels on our major indexes. We're not going to sell here, but we're halting our purchases until we get some more, a better opportunity to add to our existing positions. Then we started alerting members after that, which is right around the peak was pre-February, beginning of February, that the second half of February is historically very weak this time of year. The last two weeks of February is seasonally a bearish time for the market within one of the most bullish times of the year. So again, that's why we didn't sell because as we enter March and April, these are if not one, but two, the best two month combo of the year. So we did not want to miss that move at all. So overall, I mean, we pretty much nailed this move. Uh, we absolutely did. We talked about again, the overbought levels now. Just, be just before yesterday, our market was at oversold levels. And at the same time, we've seen yields, and I'll touch on this more in a minute, yields in the dollar at overbought levels. So the bottom time, bottom line here is that at the beginning of February, we started saying this, that we needed a pause. And we call that in a bull market, the pause that refreshes. You've probably heard us talk about that a lot if you've been tuning in here. And as we see it, we've now reached that point where the next leg of the bull market is re is already underway. We expect this to continue into next week. Could be a really good week next week. Just what you want to see, though, for closing out this week for our major indexes. So taking a look at our major indexes on the day-to-day, I just want to get a few weekly charts up here because I know we finished uh, higher across the board on the week for our major indexes and also higher across the board on the day. We were led by the NASDAQ today up uh, almost 2%, 1.97% to 11,689. We were followed there by the S&P 500 up 1.6% on the day to 4,045. Next up, small caps up 1.35% to 1,928. And lastly, the Dow Jones up just under 1.2% to 33,390. Uh, also, I'll point out here just a few of our favorite sectors. Um, so NASDAQ led the way. That's exactly what you want to see. And the semis did not lead tech today, which is what you want to see classically, but that doesn't mean it was a bad day for the semis. The semis still finished up 1.34%, but here's what was really interesting. The semis had a slow start to the day. At about 11 a.m. Central Time, 12 Eastern, the semis were still negative, yet rallied 
to finish up. At one point today, they're down more than 1%. So a 2% swing in the semis to the upside, that's exactly what you want to see here. And we saw similar action for sectors that relate to the Dow. So just like you want to see semis leading tech, you want to see transports leading the Dow, or as the Dow theory states, if one leads, the other follows. So that's to the upside and the downside. Right now, the transports are unquestionably leading to the upside right now. Um, let me get, I'm gonna see what they did on the week as well. Um, so today, the transports didn't lead, but check this out. The transports were up half a percent on the day. Dow was up 1.2% roughly. But zoom out and take a look at 2023. The Dow right now is essentially flat on the year, got back to positive today, but the transports are up over 12% on the, on the year. So that's very bullish for the Dow and we expect the Dow to follow here today. Um, also, uh, going back to, to yesterday's trading, Kip talked about this a lot as well. But everyone said yesterday the bulls, uh, the bears were out in full force. You know when they kept saying when yields hit four percent, it's game over for stocks. The sky will be falling. That's not what we got at all. We got one of the strongest days yesterday and followed it up today. That tells you at least two things here. That tells you how resilient stocks are that we're in a new bull market and that this is how stock acts in the face of adversity. That's resilience. Good to see. The second thing it tells you is that yields should begin moving lower. We've talked about them being at overbought levels by our, oh, yeah, overbought levels. And by some metrics, the most overbought level yields have been in 41 years. They've had a massive move higher. It's time for a pause there. But it's like yesterday was a game of chicken between stocks and bonds, right? They were going at it, bonds finished higher, stocks finished higher, but stocks clearly won this round. Today, the 10-year yield was down almost 2.7%, back below a four uh, at a 3.96. So, hey, we'll take it. We wanna see yields continue to move lower from here. The dollar also lower on the day, and one more for you, the VIX, lower the last two sessions. So even yesterday, with yields up big, the VIX fell. And today, the VIX down again, 5.6%. So good to see. Bears just have to be questioning what's going on right now. And we do think we know what's going on here. And that, again, is that we're in a new bull market. Plain and simple. Textbook action that we continue to see from what you would expect in a new bull market. All right, next up here, let's take a look at our internals on the day. This is the kind of day you want to see from the internals. Uh, positive across the board here, advancing stocks, beating out declining stocks. I mean, almost five to one positive on the NYSE, but we'll call it we'll call it just over four to one positive. Excuse me. Uh, next up, NASDAQ. Uh, just right at two to one positive on the day, or just over two to one positive, excuse me. And then 52 week highs to lows coming in positive here. Big day for the NYSE, 124 stocks hitting 52 week highs to just 18 hitting 52 week lows. On the NASDAQ, not quite as good, but still strong here. 100 stocks hitting 52 week highs to just 66 hitting 52 week lows. Lastly here, volume. Coming in strong, 82% upside volume for the NYSE and right at 80% for the NASDAQ. I think we got a little bit of an update here from when I ran these numbers right at the close. So I want to make sure I'm getting you the exact numbers here. Yep, NASDAQ right at 80%, just slightly, basically 79 and a half. 
and 83% upside for the NYC. Good to see. We want to see that continue as well. Looking at our sectors on the day, all 11 S&P 500 sectors finished higher. As you would expect, tech led the way, followed by consumer discretionary and communication services. Our laggards, if you want to call it that, consumer staples, industrials, and healthcare still all finishing higher on the day-to-day. Uh, also point out, as one of our other favorite leading economic indicators, housing up nicely today as well, up 1.64% on the housing index. So really all around strong day to close out the week. Let's close it out now with our VRA commodity watch. Gold and a lot of green on the screen from this as well. Gold up 1.1% to $1,861 an ounce. Gold miners, which you wanna see leading, did that exactly today, continuing their rally as well up 1.63%. That's on GDX, the gold mining ETF. Next up, silver up even bigger, 2.12% to $21.34 an ounce. Copper essentially flat on the day, down just one-tenth of 1% to $4.07 a pound. And lastly, oil continuing its rally here up another 2.1% today. Uh, that adds to its gains on the week, up over 4.5% on the week so far. Uh, to $79.83 a barrel. And finally for today, one interesting one here, a lot of uh, a lot of news about liquidity issues in crypto, uh, certainly has Bitcoin down. We would have liked to have seen this up today. We use that as a risk on sentiment, but Bitcoin was down over 5% today now to 22,195 a Bitcoin. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday for the close.